welcome to Dating in the City, Season 4. We're your hosts, the Conti Sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm. Regularly featured on MTV, NBC, Forbes, and more, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly nine years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti Pineda. And we're so thrilled to be back. Can you believe it's already been a, like two weeks or a week and uh, bi weekly? Yeah, so it's two I know. weeks. I know. I know. So much has happened. Hmm. Austin has gained like 70 pounds. <laughs> We've been prepping him for, I've been taking videos of him, or photos of him at night where he has this little double chin and I take this photo and send it to my sister as the perfect virtual date look. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's so funny because so many men, when we do their profile updates, and we do it all virtually now. They don't know how to place their phone or their computer, so there could be a really in shape yeah. person but you just don't see that but literally it's an upshot of their double chin <laughs> and it's so bad and we always take screenshots when we're doing um yeah. as like placeholders so um when we're doing the interviews just as placeholders and it's just so funny going through the database if they haven't sent updated photos <laughs> um but anyway, Christina, how are you doing in your, like, fourth week of motherhood, is it? Yeah, I guess so. Three, three or four weeks? Four weeks. It's, I'm go- yeah. doing well. I'm doing well. I'm learning yeah. a lot, and the hormones have, have evened out a little bit more, so it's more like so good. every other night there's a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have meltdowns all the time, and I'm not even, like, postpartum, so... <laughs> But no, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Your body just goes through so much true. upheaval. Mm-hmm. It's just so much, so many hormones, so much upheaval. It's a wonder that you're, I mean, it's just so crazy also because Christina did two date coaching sessions back to back today. And I was, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm here because we're at Christina's house and um, working from home, even though I usually go to the office every day. Yeah. Um, and I used to, but... Yeah, you used to. A newborn throws a little monkey wrench yeah, into that. Yeah, <laughs> we tried. We tried yeah. to have Austin there. But anyway, so yeah, it was just so funny hearing you, like, telling women to not sleep with the guy until it's at the it's it's the commitment level that you want. And you're sitting there with, like, the baby. <laughs> and it's so good because you're, like, if anybody, if, if somebody wants advice you're the perfect specimen of it's just you're so great to give advice oh thanks all son and your advice is so amazing thank you um well i feel the same way about yours oh thank you so much so let's pop into our first segment we couldn't help but wonder as sisters we grew up watching sex in the city now as personal matchmakers in 2020 we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. Great. And this is season two, episode 11, and it's called Evolution. Are New Yorkers evolving past relationships? 
So Carrie couldn't help but wonder. Mm. So a little recap of the episode. So this is where the episode where Miranda hears from her gynecologist that one of her ovaries is lazy and she worries if um, like if she can still be as picky as she once was with men because she was like, oh, well, I have a lazy ovary, so maybe it should maybe I need to start thinking of getting of you know if I want to get pregnant now now's the time Mm. um and then Charlotte okay so Charlotte's thing and it's it's kind of weird because the I the couldn't help but wonder thing is I read a few different recaps and they all basically said like the whole question of like evolving past relationships it's kind of a lame like it was kind of a thin thin Mm. one like it didn't really weave like through the episode too well but whatever it still was a really interesting episode because of the different things that happened um but anyway so charlotte then um ends up she goes on goes to a dinner with a guy that she thought was like a gay friend and they have the best time ever as usual they have so much in common having the best time and then at the end of the date he kisses her so and he's a pastry chef stefan um but anyway so um so basically like it's just this the whole her whole storyline basically tracks her in um doing a relationship with him and it's so delightful because he loves cooking and they just have so much in common but Mm. then there ends up being a rat in the apartment in the, the the next morning and they both jump on the couch and are both freaking out and there's this moment where she kind of looks at him and she's like okay like I can't be with somebody who has more of an effem- more of effeminate qualities because also I think it's I love that this was a storyline because the thing is a lot of times we think of men who have more of who are more drawn to classically female um, things like cooking like um, uh, cooking and and shopping and all of that all you you know the 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 um, the idea is that they're gay. The assumption is that they're gay. But there are men that are straight that really enjoy these things exactly, too. Exactly. And even that, even that have more of an effeminate way about yes, them. it's true. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're gay. No. It just means that they, that that's who they are. That's the way that they live their life. Um, and that's not bad. No. That's a great thing. That's what makes the world so varied. Um, but it definitely, I know, because I remember um, dating a guy who had effeminate qualities, mm-hmm. and at first I loved being with him because I was like, oh my gosh, it's just like, we have so much to talk about. Right. Like, we could just gab, 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 and like, he loves drama, he loves gossip, he loves this and he loves that. But then when it came to, like, the attraction I felt really masculine, like my Mm. masculine side was being ignited. And Mm. I remember the nail in the coffin was when he like didn't pay for a dinner when he brought, we went out with, um, with one of my friends and him. And like, of course, like if you're two men and there's one woman and you are the boyfriend and you are making a good impression on this girl's best gay friend, you and the guy, you say, oh, I have Allie's meal, or oh, I have the girl's meal. 
Guys, if you're listening to this, always do this. You know how passionately we feel about this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but so that to me, I was like, that was like a, um, that was like the, uh, what's it called? The, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was just like, okay. Nail in the coffin. Yeah, it was like Telltale the, the sign. physical. Because <laughs> it, it's it's hard to express that you feel masculine when you're with oh. somebody. But it was like, that was something that I could definitively point to and be like, I just, I'm like the guy. Because right. I would like grab the, ch- it was just too much. It was too, and you know, some girls like that. So if you like being more of the masculine in the relationship, then you should look for a feminine energy man if you like that. Like if that is like the equality thing, which is great. Obviously equality is wonderful. But when it comes to like if you don't like the traditional way, right. it's good. Then you you need to be open to a, um, a man who doesn't, who has more feminine qualities. Right. And that's not bad. That's no. what makes the world go round. But That's anyway, true. It's I true. I digress. Um, but anyway, okay. So then Carrie. This is also where Carrie like is trying to leave things at Big's house, um, at, oh, at Big's apartment, and then oh he like gosh, he like this. gives her this little bag. He's like, oh, you forgot this, this, and this. And then she was like, Ugh. um, <laughs> and yeah. And then also this is where Samantha um she sees this guy who had originally broken her heart. And then um, she tries to like play him, and hmm. but she sleeps with him, and then he ends up breaking up with her again. Mm. So anyway, but it's very interesting though, like the evolution, quote unquote, the the title and the we couldn't help but wonder doesn't really work with this episode. But um, I kind of see though with some of them that they don't really do. They need to be in a relationship. They they're this trend of not really be wanting to be in a relationship maybe that mm. could be it because big not wanting carrie to, to establish roots at his place Mar- but carrie desperately wanted that right but i guess like our new yorkers as a whole right 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 not carrie but yeah, she's like looking big. at big yeah and, and then the guy who dumps samantha he clearly doesn't want a relationship but yeah. Yeah, it is a strange. It's a stretch. It's, a, it's, it's a, stretch. a stretch. It's true. But anyway, but I think that this is actually really an interesting question to pose because I think especially during the times of COVID, um, there was just an article out that was basically um, interviewed a bunch of different dating experts and psychologists, mm-hmm. and it it wanted to know. They wanted to know, you know, are people like how is how is thing how have things how has the dating world changed? And the whole point of the article was that the dating world has changed in that people are getting into relationships more because there isn't that, you know, availability to go out every night of the week with a different person. A lot of those people that were doing that, like I know one of our male clients has like hasn't <laughs> left his home in like eight months, and he was like the poster child for, you know, dating. Yeah, just consistently dating. dating. Right, right. So, <laughs> I so it's really interesting. I mean, and then I think yes, and I think that the people who are more traditional, right. more longed for more relationship, like that, those were values that were within them. But I think it's, so I just think it's a very interesting time because relationships have become like just there. That's what you're doing now. It's not, it's like serial dating is out and real relationships are in. Hmm. 
Yeah. So I would say maybe a few months ago, if we would have done this, we would have been like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, people are evolving maybe past relationships. But now it is not that at all. People are longing for connection, longing for relationships. Yeah, this sounds, it's, it's an interesting study that you point out, Alessandra. I don't, and I think that there are some people who will never be ready for a relationship, whatever the situation is. Yeah, I do not and it doesn't think, matter their political affiliation. Right, I don't, it's I just, not. It's true, yeah. they just, they're just not ready, and they're, I, because I date coach a lot of people, and I see that some of the people they're dating are not ready, even if, I don't care if the world is shutting down, and you could, you need to choose one person to live with the rest of your life, they're not going to be a good partner they're just not ready for anything serious whatever the situation posed was yeah but yeah and then something you were alluding to earlier I just want to touch before we move on to the next segment I wanted to touch on it and it was about Charlotte dating the more effeminate guy I think that sometimes women we can long for someone who's more like ourselves and we Alessandra and I were actually talking about this yesterday who they we long sometimes you think that it would be easier if men were more like women and if you were dating someone who was less of the traditional what kind of woman be more like a man <laughs> we're, we, it's not my fair lady <laughs> yes it is we want to change it we want to change it to why get to men why get to men be like a woman but we realize and Charlotte sees that there is a really beautiful complementarity with men and women. And yes, there are some women who are more naturally more masculine and men who are naturally more feminine. And those are great matches for each other. Yes. But there, I think tradi- usually you, if you're, if you're a woman, you'll have a few more feminine qualities and the man will have a few more masculine qualities. And it's, that's okay. And sometimes people will come to us and say that they want someone basically just like me yeah they'll just do, do this whole list of qualities and say basically just like me and a man exactly or, yeah yeah just that song why can't yeah. a woman be more like, like me <laughs> that's from my fair lady rex harrison does such a great yeah. job with that song so good but we have to know that yes it can be frustrating at times but if we learn more about men and learn when men learn more about women Mm-hmm. Which is something that we're going to be working on at Trending and with also Timory. not like I hate the society that we're in that rejects that men and women are different, different right? Like, like the fact that it's rejected right. as if it's oh, it's a social contract. No, no, actually, it's not. And, like, I'm a woman because I, there are biological things that I experience as a woman hormonally. I have estrogen. I have, Mm -hmm. I do have a little bit of testosterone and it comes out sometimes, but I have high levels of estrogen. Like, these are biological things that then affect the way that I live my life. So right. when when the media and society is trying to tell us that, oh, you know, you, you know, that it's it's a construct, and like, no, I like women experience. Women can have a baby. Right. A man cannot do that. Right. And some women 
are just for whatever reason are unable to have children. No, but, I of course. Yeah, but, but they're the, still mothers. They're, they're still yes, mothers. We all have mothers. a mothering instinct. They may they're maybe spiritual mothers. We, like we we menstruate. You know, yes. men don't have to go through that. No. But men go through other things. Men have a lot that they are dealing with. Right. But they don't a understand. A lot less than us. They don't understand sometimes <laughs> what women go through. No. And that's what can be frustrating. Yes. With with men. Yes. But and we yeah. love you, men. We know we you're listening. We love you, men. We know. Yes, and like the fact that you're listening, it shows that you're trying to understand what's going on in a woman's mind. Right. And it is so different than what goes on in a in a man's mind. Right. It right. just is. It biologically is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I just get so annoyed. I'm like, no, I'm a woman, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay, and that's all right. That's fine. Anyway, so let's move on to our next segment. Stars, they're just like us. I'm ruffling a lot of feathers today. <laughs> Good. That's what you do best. I know. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so there are a few like wild things that have occurred in celebrity relationships. Okay. So I was just on Access Hollywood last night again. Yes. I've been on so much. It's Mm -hmm. been so fun. Um, And last night we talked about a bunch of different things. And we actually, we taped more. And it's so unfortunate. I can only post a little clip of what we taped on my Instagram at matchmakeralessandraconti. So definitely be sure to check that out if you missed, if you weren't glued to your television set um, last night at 7.30 p.m. Um, I didn't even know about this. I didn't tell you. No. I know you have okay. enough on your plate. It's you okay. don't need to be watching me on, on access. <laughs> but anyway, so one of the things that, okay, so the first, um, the first scandal that occurred was Dominic West and Lily James. So basically, um, Dominic West is this actor who you would recognize him. He's very, very attractive. Mm-hmm. He stars in this show called The Affair. And he was caught kissing um, and, like, canoodling with Lily James, who is the beautiful, you know, she played Cinderella. Oh, Yes, okay. she played Cinderella mm-hmm. in the live-action Cinderella movie. Um, but anyway, he's married with children. Oh. Um, and they were caught canoodling, kissing. It was just very, mm. very obviously they were, like, you know, they're clearly having an affair. So it was kind of, like life imitating art but anyway so his wife is this irish uh, is a part of irish aristocracy and so that's why it's like super scandalous Hmm. because it's already you know pretty rough just being a celebrity you know situation that would happen but add on the royal element of things and it's really rough but anyway um and then they like did this um bizarre like publicity stunt where they just walked outside of their house and they had a handwritten note that said we're happy we're still together it was all just very bizarre Hmm. um but anyway um so essentially the the rumblings around town and the in real life thing is that um they are allegedly there um they have an open marriage allegedly and um, basically, it's just like a part of the deal. When he, when they got married, it, it's just hmm. like a part of the deal. They're in a polyamorous relationship. They have an open marriage, allegedly. 
Um, Who is making these claims that it's an open marriage? Well, it was, it was a, um, it's a source. It's a, it's a trusted source. Very close to them. I can't reveal exactly what, but it's a source. Or maybe they couldn't reveal. That is very, yeah, close to them. But anyway, a lot of celebrity couples, though, do agree to have an open marriage and to be polyamorous. So my Mm. question in real life do open marriage do open marriages work? And what do we think of polyamory? <laughs> you know, also, this is such a hot button issue on you for you especially. She hates this whole polyamorous <laughs> oh situation. <laughs> Christina, please answer. Answer. You give your first what you think. Okay, well, a marriage is between a man and a woman. It's between one man, one, one woman. woman. That is it. And it is a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's a sacrament. It's a sacrifice. It's a sign of God's love for us to see a couple married. Because we have to sacrifice for each other. And that means laying down our lives for each other and not always getting everything we want all the time. And not satisfying every single desire of ours. That is hedonism. Hedonism does not make you happy. Look at Oscar Wilde's life and you will see that hedonism does not make you happy. He he was actually struggling with with his faith throughout his whole life. So he has a really fascinating story. Mm-hmm. But he Did Oscar Wilde um what did he write? He wrote The Picture of Dorian Gray, oh, which is a fantastic yeah. book. And it's that's also about how hedonism does not make you happy. Yeah. That you can reach whatever levels of success, fortune, and fame. And a lot of times those people are the ones who are the most tempted to try to get, to bend the rules and try to get whatever they want. And they're always told yes. Mm-hmm. So if they're always told yes, then why is it, why would it be bad to just break one of the commandments and commit adultery? That's- and it's so funny because we deal with, yeah, we deal with people who always hear yes every mm-hmm. single day. That's our clients. They always hear yes. And we tell them no. So it can be really jarring for them. That's true. And that's why I think a lot of there's, that's why things happen. Yeah. But that's where change happens. It's true. When that's you... where change and magic happens. Mm-hmm. When you tell somebody who is always hearing yes, no. Yep. Yep. And they'll yeah. see. I mean, the truth will show. Truth and time tells all. Truth will show the, the, great the problems movie. with this polyamory situation but just to illustrate Oscar Wilde's life he just went down he had gotten married and family got destroyed his his sons weren't even allowed to see him because he was he just one thing after the next he he was fooling around with women men um then then it became boys and (gasps) Yeah. That's how it escalates. Yeah. That's why there's a pedophilia problem. Right. That's why. Right. That's why. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. True. Yeah. So disgusting. He, he wouldn't say no to himself. This is why we're illustrating yep. this. He never said no. He knew it was wrong, but he said I he just didn't say no to himself. Yeah. No morality. And then he he and he knew the truth, but he just kept mm-hmm. going against it and he became addicted. And mm-hmm. that he needed something more and more sinful to yep. give him that <gasps> pleasure. And that's why you hear, that's Oscar Wilde, he was at the total height of fortune and fame, Mm -hmm. so smart, had 
attractive, had everything going for him, but ends up poor, dying poor on the streets in Paris. Wow. Get, gave way. <gasps> he had no money left. Oh my gosh. It was, he lived in squalor and he, yeah, it's a really sad story, but it's a great it ha- lesson. And think about so many celebrities who have taken that path. Yeah. So I many. Know. And now there's a huge reckoning going on in Hollywood. Mm. And over the past couple of years, there's a huge reckoning right? of these people who are finally getting called out and who are finally being thrown in jail. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my view on <laughs> open marriages and polyamory, I just... I I think of it in a like I think I always think of the polyamorous experience that I had not personally <laughs> not with- <laughs> I never have been in a polyamorous relationship but I remember I had visited this matchmaker who was in San Francisco oh, and yes. she was in a polyamorous relationship okay. and I just was fascinated and I didn't come into the conversation like we were meeting because we were working together and we were doing um we were collaborating on matches but I then she she kind of volunteered that oh yeah she's in a polyamorous relationship this and that right. and the more I asked her about it and the, I, I said do you mind if I just ask you a few questions like I'm just so Good. fascinated by it and I didn't come at it again as something where I was vilifying her or anything right. but so I remember just when I was talking to her, you know when you're talking to somebody and you you just know that they're speaking, but they don't believe what they're saying. Yes. That was the whole conversation. And I was like, wait, but like, because mm. she would talk about, oh yeah, we'll go out and he'll tell me a girl's hot and then we'll, then we'll talk to her and like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wait, but like, doesn't that like make you like, doesn't that hurt your feelings? Right. Like that he's looking at another girl? Like you're more than enough, sweetie pie. Like you're yeah. amazing. Like he doesn't, come on, what are you? And she was like, yeah whatever it's fine whatever whatever it's just it's our decision it's our decision and and then and then I remember I asked one thing I was like well oh so okay so he could do this and then she was like no he could never do that like he could like it was only if she knew and then it was like if she didn't know that would be just like the ultimate like betrayal and this and that it was only if she knew that it was allowed but then hmm. i remember years later i heard that he was sneaking around oh gosh so that's the problem with right. these people and i'm sorry if you're into polyamory <laughs> i honestly think you need to go to rehab yeah. i will say it's that like an addiction. it's an addiction yeah. you need to get it together yeah. okay you have an addiction and you have a problem and you need to go to therapy i'm sorry i'm not for this at all I am just not for this um and so please don't come for me I want the best for you and I just I I, I've only seen destruction in when it comes to polyamorous relationships and really broken people who are left to pick up the pieces of something that in theory when you theoretically discuss it like think about it well oh Oh, there's oh this is perfect it's all consensual and (laughs) it's so much love and blah 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 but then in practice I would I would literally 
I, I would never. I could never. Feelings never. are hurt. Trust is broken. Everything. Families are shattered. This is not what we're meant to be doing no. here. But anyway, so let's move on. Um, okay, great, great, great. So let's move on to our, um, our, oh, da, 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 da. we'll talk about, yeah, we'll talk about Cardi B and Offset because okay. we did talk about this in Access Hollywood and we'll talk about it pretty quickly. Um, by the way, Austin is with us. He's currently... Um, feeding as usual. <laughs> He's so large. He's so perfect. Um, but anyway, so Cardi B and Offset, they filed um, for divorce in September. They broke up. Yeah. But then um, he kissed her on her 28th birthday party. And then they were out again together. And they're back on officially. So anyway, um, he definitely is love bombing her. He's cheated on her in the past. Oh, but gosh. now he's like trying to repent. He got her all these presents. got her a billboard all this stuff Mm. but anyway in real life um if somebody cheats is forgiveness like how do we feel about if somebody cheats Mm. is it okay to welcome them back yeah, that's a such a hard, hard, hard question. I know also you're very firm on your stance on this. Mm-hmm. I think it depend it depends on I mean, is this a dating relationship? If if so, just end it before you get deeper into this relationship. That's not good. Yeah. However, if it's a marriage, there are many reasons why these things happen. It's not it's not acceptable at all. It's not good at all. But you do want to, this is something that needs to be talked about in counseling and therapy, and there's no easy answer. So I'm not going to give a final answer on that, Mm -hmm. but I do know how important and how some marriages have come back from the ashes from something like this and become so much stronger. So Okay, well, I completely disagree, and I think that, sorry, Alison, that's why I said to you, you, I know you have very strong strong thoughts about this, this. but it's, it's, this is something that I, why don't you just keep going, Alison, just tell your opinion. I'm not going to give a final answer on marriage because I, I believe when you marry someone, you, you have to take a lot of steps beforehand to ensure that this is the person you want to spend your life with, that this is a trustworthy person, that they will not cheat on you because past behavior is is the best best predictor predictor for future behavior. behavior. So, but sometimes people get married young and they don't think about this. I don't know. And there are ways of redemption from it. It's a difficult path, Mm -hmm. but there are ways back from it. I also wonder, why don't you give your No, that's beautiful. I I love that. I love that idea. And I wish that I felt that way, but I just don't. I think that um, I know that if... Um, if somebody's cheated, they're 325% more likely to cheat again. Okay? They are. That is the statistic. 325%. Okay? So, um, yeah, obviously there are cases where whatever, that's fine. But I'm talking generally, um, for me, cheating is the one thing. Cheating and abuse are the two things that are absolute grounds for divorce I don't believe in divorce but cheating and abuse that is grounds for divorce those are the two things in my personal opinion other things like oh we grew apart oh I don't love him anymore this that the other 
in my opinion, those can be worked on through therapy and through just dating again and falling back in love with each other and all of that. But I just, I think that, especially with the Cardi situation, um, it's just super unhealthy. And anytime, um, you know, there was infidelity um, in a relationship, especially in, it's just anytime it's toxic relationship, um, and yeah, again, I mean, past actions are the best predictors of future accent, uh, actions. And I said that on the on access, I said, you know, I'm really glad that he's on his best behavior right now. But that's the problem. They get they they get caught. They repent. They are in this mode of okay, let me make it better. Let me be on my best behavior. The second he gets comfortable again, he'll do it again. That's just, it's cyclical unless he literally has a coming to Jesus That's what I'm talking about, though. There are, there's trends, but it's a difficult path. Yeah, totally. Okay, so moving on to our next segment. Sisterly advice. I'm excited for this one. Every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, ladies. I am finally giving dating a go again and I need help. I don't know how to flirt. I work so hard to stay professional at work, so I feel like it's hard for me to switch that off, and I end up coming off really stiff and cold on dates. Please help. And this is from Stiff as a Board. Remember, you know when they're doing the thing, it's like, huh, light as a feather, stiff as a board, or what is something that? like oh, that. Oh, some kind of exercise regimen? Yeah, it's like, or like exorcism, but either way. It's oh, like, it's, you know, exorcism. It's, it's, you know, Halloween type thing. Anyway, um, so, okay. So let's talk about flirting, you guys. Oh gosh, as Austin is, um, Austin's suckling. Um, <laughs> so okay, I love this question so much because flirting, and especially, I feel like a lot of people are finally dating again um, after months of not dating. That's true. I feel like this is a very common thing. So welcome back. We're so happy you're dating again and you're giving it another go. And also, I think the first step is admitting that you have a problem (laughs) and that you don't know how to flirt. I think that that's amazing. So... So kudos to you, yes. who wrote this. That for takes us. a lot to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to flirt, and also I'll do a disclaimer. Um, every single person's flirting style. Okay. Yes. So oh yeah. It is so different. That's for what I don't even like calling single it. Person. Right. I Alessandra loves the word flirt. I hate the word flirt, but I yeah. can. I I am can be very witty and clever and fun, which that's what she would consider flirting. Yes. So it's different for everyone. Don't let that word turn you off if you're more cerebral and, yeah. and more of the intellectual type like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, once again, like many of the things that we do in the world, it's something that society has agreed upon as a word to label a, a certain, a, a set of, um, a set of behaviors, 
um, that are going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. We are titling it Flirting. Um, also, another disclaimer, we do a Flirting 101 um, date coaching session. We do it. Also, Dahlia does it at Matchmakers in the City, one of our matchmakers. So if you are interested in finding out your own flirting style and working with a matchmaker on it, and Dahlia is an incredible dating coach and matchmaker, um, let it, definitely reach out to us and we can help um, set you up with a session for that. But anyway, let's talk about flirting basics. So again... Having the knowledge that every single person's flirting style is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are certain qualities and certain um, tools and certain tips that you can do to bring out your personal flirting style. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I want you to always remember is to be playful. Okay? Mm -hmm. Playfulness is flirting. It's a lightheartedness. It's having fun. It's enjoying yourself. Yes. At the big, big umbrella of flirting, it's being playful. It's being light. It's having fun. It's laughing and it's enjoying yourself. Mm. Okay? So I totally agree with that, Alessandra. I think that's fantastic. And even though I don't like the word flirt, that is something I, I definitely do. I love that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every woman and every man, when you're going on your dates, you guys remember to have fun and be playful and don't take the situation too seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, again, laugh. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Notice the funny things that are going on around you. And don't be afraid to comment on the funny things that are going Mm. on around you. Um, Teasing and making gentle jokes is also a really really good flirting technique that you can use. Obviously, there's a fine (laughs) line. Don't cross the boundary. Yes. (laughs) If you are, if you have... um, (laughs) Have you ever worn a toupee? <laughs> Not flirting, okay? But saying like, "Oh my gosh, you're you're I I, I, I love a I love a thick-haired man" or something like that. That's what our mom did to our dad. That's why oh I bring it up. Yeah, she asked her dad if he was wearing a toupee, or I think she even pulled his she hair did. from behind. Yeah, that was that was too mo- mommy mommy crossed the line. Okay? So there's one thing of being like, "Oh my gosh, your hair is so thick. Can I touch it?" and then touching somebody's hair, but then there's another thing of trying to pull off the hair because you think it's a toupee. So that is not that does not classify as flirting. Um but making gentle jokes, again, safe jokes are about things that are going on around you right. as opposed to about the person, <laughs> about the person's physical appearance, about if the person is speaking in a certain way. That is not flirting. Yeah. That is bullying. Okay. So again, laugh, be playful. Eye contact. So this is another really easy and great flirting technique. And eye contact is also such a such an under an under underutilized um oh is what else is he snoring? He's snoring. Yeah, he's closed his eyes are closed. He's not making eye contact, Austin. You're not making eye contact. But eye contact, especially if you are 
um, trying to meet different people around your area mm. or in a restaurant. And you guys, I will let me just tell you a really quick story. Sorry about this and about eye contact. Okay. So people are like, oh, you can't meet people out because it's COVID. Yeah, I know it's a lot harder to do, but I'm here to tell you, as your matchmaker and dating expert, I'm not even looking. And I picked up a guy the other night. <laughs> I was at Nobu. I was at Nobu. and That's amazing. I literally, there was, and obviously I'm taken, you guys, but I'm a matchmaker. So my eyes are always, I'm, I'm always looking. I'm always on the hunt. I'm kind of like a lioness, you know? I'm kind of like a cougar. <laughs> and it turned out to be. So I'm just always on the hunt. And my eyes are always open. I'm always noticing people. And so I noticed this guy at, that he was at like the sushi bar place. And he and I kind of made a quick eye contact. And I saw him and I was like, oh my gosh. Immediately I'm like, great. Very attractive. Amazing age for the women that we match make. Yeah. Like potential either client or potential just man that we could introduce to. And I was thinking of a specific client. And I was like physically. Physically, he's totally her type. So I inadvertently was making eye contact with him. And he then was looking over at me. And then I kind of looked over to my friend. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I don't want to be flirting with this guy because I'm taken. But I'm telling you guys this because this is what you can do. It's just, <laughs> picking up men, it's a difficult job, but somebody's going to do it. <laughs> So then, so me and him, so I'm just laughing and I look over at him and I smile and I'm laughing and I'm like, oh, and I kind of put, I kind of make a little gesture, a little overt, a little, just like kind of laughing and, and looking at him and then looking back at Carol and looking at him, looking back. So then he pays his bill and then he comes over and he talks to us wow. and I immediately say like oh my god like he comes up and he's like oh like hey nice to meet you what are you ladies up to tonight nice. like whatever but I, and I immediately said oh my gosh like I have a boyfriend but I'm a matchmaker so that's why I was like Did you get looking it? Did you, you up it turns out he's like tw he's like 21 oh but you know okay. what Christina you did. You tried. Homegirl still got it. Yeah. Okay. No, you tried. That's, she still got it. That is a testimony for everyone listening. You to guys still it, meet people. Meeting. When you're out. Meet mm -hmm. people when you're out. People are dying to connect. They are. So he turned out to be way too young for any women that we're matchmaking right now. But it just reminded me how easy it is to talk to people and to talk to men when yep. you're out. So that. making eye contact is really awesome, and especially when you're on your dates, you wanna you wanna really focus in. And we always say make the person feel like they're the only person in the room, mm -hmm. um, like the Rihanna song. Um, when in doubt, smile. When in doubt, smile. Ladies, especially if you um, have ever been told that you have an RBF, <laughs> a resting bitch face, um, smile. Yes. And really, when you're listening, you need to really... Um, it's active listening that is flirtation, is active listening. Mm. There's nothing more seductive than somebody who is enthralled in whatever you're saying. Yes. Men, active listening is so important as well. Physical touch, we always say a three-second touch. Right now during COVID, maybe no physical touching on the first date, but after the first date, second date, or if honestly, if you both are comfortable with each other, what like what are your priorities, people? Do you want to find a husband? You gotta flirt. You have to touch each other. Guess what? Build that immunity. Okay. 
boost your immune system. I'm going to literally have, like, people with, like, picket sticks picketing in front of our offices. You're telling people to touch each other. (laughs) Yeah, I'm over it. Sorry, it's been eight months of lunacy. I'm over it. Touch each other, guys. Don't touch random people, but if you're on a date and you need to, like, you need to... Alexandra, I think most people are at your point, though. Even people who have been very COVID observant. I just got an email saying that (laughs) this person hasn't left their home in, like, eight months. So, I really don't know. Like, I think I'm maybe not in where normal people are at. No, I've heard it from a lot of people, though. Crazy. Anyway, so, also, the final flirting technique that we'll share with you today, because, honestly, there are so many. I could have a whole episode about this. But express excitement. You guys, I can't tell you how many times we get feedback that's negative just because they think that the person wasn't into them. Yes. If you express excitement about the other person, it is, what is it called? The, not the Mandela effect. It's the... Butterfly effect? It's, it's, it's a, oh God, there's a scientific term about it when... People, when you like somebody, they're more likely to like you. Mm. So just do this. Express excitement in the other person, in what they're saying. If they're turned off by that, that's amazing. Let them go because they are not ready for a normal relationship. They're probably an avoidant attachment style. So let them go. You want somebody who actually wants a relationship with somebody that actually wants them you don't want somebody who wants a relationship with somebody who don't want who doesn't want them because that's a certain type of person that you need to stop dating okay alessandra i'm so excited i hope we (sighs) we do a matchmakers in the city youtube video we will on this we will please make sure to subscribe to that as well because we will be doing a uh just kind of like the five yeah, flirting. Um, five commandments. Yeah, flirting. flirting. Five, yeah, five flirting. <laughs> anyway, so let's move on to catching up with the Contis. Great. Um, so as you guys know, I was on, I did, I was on, I did Access Hollywood. That was so much fun. Had an awesome time. Again, it's at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. You'll see a clip of it on my Instagram. Um, and tonight I'm actually going to Elefante oh, in Santa Monica. Okay, I thought you didn't like Elefante. But... Wait, I love Elefante. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just douchey. Okay. It's douchey, and it, I wouldn't go on a date there okay. because it's very douchey for Santa Monica. It's basically like Hollywood in Santa Monica, right. but I'll go with girls. I would never bring a guy to Elefante or never like make a guy I'm dating like or like like suggest you know, plant the seed of Elefante. I see, I see. But anyway, so that's, that's what, and then what else is going on? Yeah, just a lot, so much. What about you, Christina? Well, I was on Trending with Timory on my birthday, October 13th, so make sure to listen to that episode on Relevant Radio. You can download the podcast on uh, the app on your phone, or you can go online and get it. And then I will be on again on Thursday, October 29th at 4 p.m., 
Pacific time, so yeah. make sure to hear that live. And if you can't, you can listen to the podcast later. And welcome new Trending with Timory listeners. Yes. We get a lot of uh, listeners from Trending. So it's true. That's welcome, true. Welcome, you guys. Yeah, and we actually, I met Tr- Timory in person a few yes. weeks ago. So did I. Yes, you did. Oh my gosh, she's so lovely. Yes. We, yeah, we she came to the baptism, mm-hmm. to Austin's baptism. Austin also had an exorcism. Yes, three. Three. He needed them. You needed them, honey. (laughs) Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening today. We're sending you over the biggest, biggest real hug. No virtual hug. We're sending you over a real fleshy skin to skin hug. Um, And go out and hug somebody today. We all need it. Um, Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.